no intro music today. No? No. Of any kind? Just uh I just don't think this is a fun... I uh, think that's a good decision, actually. ...conversation. So we lost someone in the world that was a positive light in the world on Friday night. Uh, it was brought to everyone's attention that Chadwick Boseman had passed away from four years of battling with colon cancer. Hmm. And no one really knew about it either, except for close friends and family of his. Yeah. Which is an incredible secret to keep in today's day and age. Which honestly makes it all the more crazy, I think, because looking in hindsight at what he had accomplished in his 43 years on planet Earth is pretty amazing. And we normally probably wouldn't do a short episode like this, apart from actual pop culture icons that pass away prematurely. They actually have an actual moment to realize the, the fullness of their careers. We probably would have done one as well for for someone, say, like Heath Ledger. But we're doing one now for Chadwick Boseman to just remember who he was and have a short discussion on his impact on us and his impact on the culture. Most people, I don't think we've said his you know, most iconic role yet, but most people will know him from Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Most <laughs> should people, have led with that. But. Most people will know him from Marvel's Black Panther. King T'Challa. I first saw him in... 42, which was the Jackie Robinson, Jackie Robinson biopic. And it was amazing. He also did Marshall, right? Yeah. I don't know if I had actually seen any of his other films before Black Panther. And I know between, which is actually maybe the most crazy thing about this whole thing is that it was between Black Panther and his passing that he did so many of his films and he was very prolific during that time. And that would have been the entire time frame that he had Mm -hmm. his struggle with his cancer, so, mm-hmm. and chemotherapy and all that. Because yeah. I think it was around that time that he would have been diagnosed, Black Panther. Right. He's said to be in an upcoming Netflix movie that has a lot of Oscar buzz around it, and his performance in particular as a as a uh, was that Defi- support, supporting actor. To Five Bloods? That one or the, the Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? Oh, I haven't heard anything about that one. That's also coming out on Netflix. I think they're both Netflix productions, hmm. but he's got a lot of Oscar buzz around it. We were talking about, even just before this podcast, uh, just how iconic and influential that role was. The Black Black Panther role. Yeah, particularly for the black community, but also just for the world at large to see that kind of film on the big screen. Mm -hmm. And it was certainly a first for Marvel, and not just in terms of numbers, because I think it did break a lot of records. Mm -hmm. But just telling that story, it felt new and fresh and exciting. Even though it was still following a Marvel formula, it felt like something that people hadn't seen before, I think. Yeah, nobody had ever really seen a predominantly black cast. Exclusively, I think, except for Andy Serkis. Except for Andy Serkis. That's why I said predominantly. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) 99%. Um, I was like, well, there's one. No, oh, and Martin Freeman. Yeah. Yeah, with them all as the protagonists and the lead roles and also the antagonists as well. It was a cultural impact in 2018. Um, I remember when it came out, I went alone to the theater and saw it, as I do normally to watch a movie that no one else will watch with me. And I got really into the Kendrick Lamar... The score was incredible. ...produced album, the album that accompanied the movie. Yeah. I listened to that over and over for all of 2018. But it made a huge impact on the culture, not just because of what it was doing for the black community, but also making a movie that is a huge blockbuster film. Yeah, it was huge. And I think as 
two white guys will never really be able to, to yeah comprehend uh, fully understand the the weight of that and what that meant for the people that were being represented. Right. But just still being there to appreciate it and watching it unfold was special. I remember reading an article about Kevin Feige when he was producing that film. When they watched the first screening, Kevin Feige turned around to all the other producers and said, this is the most important movie we've ever made, which is really cool. Kevin Feige is also another white guy who could never, I think, understand, but he also understands the importance of putting more culturally diverse characters at the forefront. And this was the start of that. And he said, because of movies like Black Panther, and just regardless, that we're going to see a lot more diversity in the Marvel Universe going forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's really heavy, though, not only because of uh, the fact that he was taken so young, but... He was only 43. 43. Insane. And, you know, he died on the day that the MLB was celebrating Jackie Robinson Day. Really? It was the same day. Gosh. Isn't that crazy? And it would have been a different day, but because of COVID, it got pushed back to that Friday. Isn't that insane? Seems that fate is not without a sense of irony. Yeah. But he was also this role model and this stand-up person and human being that struck a chord with everyone wherever he went. A lot of his coworkers his fellow actors that starred in roles with him often talked about how how genuine he was as an individual, how caring, but that he was also a powerhouse, both in his acting chops, like his skills, mm. but also in the presence that he would bring. He was this big, powerful presence, but also this very kind-hearted, natured person underneath it all. Ryan Coogler the director of Black Panther wrote this really amazing farewell to Chadwick Boseman that was released yesterday. It was really beautiful, but the one thing that he just kept reiterating over and over was how Chadwick was not only a great actor and a kind person, but he was an extreme creative at his heart, and he was constantly trying to make every scene in Black Panther and every actor that he worked with to up their game and he would constantly push everything and ryan coogler even said that he was unsure of what he was doing and whether this movie would be good but chadwick always knew that this movie was going to be a hit and it was going to be this launch of something that he was referring to being on par with like a star wars or something like a, a huge franchise and and ryan said he admitted later afterward that he saw what black panther was actually doing for the culture that chad was the only one that was really pushing that forward the whole time and he was right yeah completely <laughs> i posted this on the the cult podcast instagram wow but <laughs> but i posted this commencement speech he did in 2017 for his alum college which is howard university and it was just this beautiful passionate speech about what it means to make a difference in the world and follow your dreams something that he really truly stood for both in the roles that he chose and also as an individual another interesting thing I don't know if you knew this, but he went to Howard University and knew Ta-Nehisi Coates. Really? Who wrote The I Case for Reparations. Personally? Yeah. <laughs> and he also wrote Issues of Black Panther, which is another weird, totally weird thing. Isn't that crazy? Coates did? Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Small world. Um, so they knew each other. And it seems, you know, that from the roles that Chadwick constantly chose like 42 and Black Panther and roles like James Brown, that he was always advocating for the same kinds of things that Ta-Nehisi Coates is advocating for. There yeah. was another classmate of theirs that was doing the same thing. That was definitely apparent through his Howard speech because it, it wasn't yeah. just what it meant to be a young person coming up in the world, but specifically towards the black community. Yeah. How to live well, right. how to represent yourselves. 
yeah in a positive way it was an incredible message yeah and he brought god into it and he talked about his beliefs and he talked about identity and and what it means to have an identity in something other than what people tell you your identity's in yeah which is really people need to hear that mm-hmm. even as they go into their adulthood well i think now more than ever too Mm-hmm. In an incredibly chaotic, mm-hmm. especially in America, yeah, where there's this resurgence of ignorance and <laughs> racism, right? You know, oh, that message couldn't be more timely. And I think, if nothing else, hopefully, this passing of Chadwick will bring those things to the forefront again, get people motivated to make change. Yeah, yeah. This quote came to mind, and I think of the same thing with Chadwick's message as I do with this quote. The quote is like. Art is meant to disturb the comfortable and to comfort the disturbed. And I just think of the way that a lot of minorities in America, mm-hmm. of all kinds, throughout time, they've gotten the bad hand dealt to them. For incredible people like this to disturb the norm, which is that setting of more or less oppression. Right. I think that's an incredibly valuable thing. Yeah. <sighs> so. It's a truly tragic loss. I use this word a lot, but, you know, he was a light. And it's so sad to see these lights that are in the world. Because he seemed to be the kind of person that had wisdom years beyond his age. And he held that with such grace, unlike a lot of other people that are in power. Mm -hmm. um, Or that have popularity in our culture. People twice his age. Mm. That you would expect more Mm -hmm. from. (laughs) People in legitimate, you know... And it, yeah, nominally positions of power. <laughs> we, I think I think we get it. <laughs> but the, the question that at some point I think has to go through everybody's mind: Why does this amazing person, an influential powerhouse of an actor that was actually making a difference and was basically worthy of being an actual king, die at a young age and not other people who are less moral? You know, the question has to pass mind i I, oh yeah it does for sure makes you think on your own mortality right it makes me want to live well because this person essentially had their life taken from them right and they were an example to follow yeah (sighs) ah it hurts yeah it it hurts a lot this is something that is going to stick with me for a long time much like heath ledger's passing did a lot of the reason is because not only was this person an extreme creative and a good person but because of the career that we'll never get to see heath ledger made his blockbuster that would have launched his career to being an a plus list actor forever and his career would have been amazing to watch chadwick boseman same thing he made these four marvel films back to back to back to back and it was going to be so amazing to watch his career go forward Mm -hmm. we get to see a little bit of that more than heath but um just a truly tragic uh, and deeply sad loss. Yeah, um, not a lot of those celebrity deaths have affected me in that. I think the only other one I could think of was Robin Williams. Mm. And he had already lived his life, basically. Right. So to see Chadwick go, is, it's, uh, it sucks. Hopefully they find someone uh, of equal or greater stature to fill his role. Yeah, I was actually going to end with that. Maybe people know this about me, maybe they don't, but I keep up on superhero information news pretty obsessively. (laughs) And so the question came to my mind is how are they going to continue the Black Panther franchise? And here's what I know. 
need to take this or leave this. I'm, a lot of it's projection. So here's what I know about the future of Black Panther. Black Panther 2 wasn't even supposed to be scheduled until Phase 5, which was supposed to take place two years after Phase 4. We have not seen any of Phase 4 because of COVID. But the delay in the sequel to Black Panther, which was one of the most successful franchise launches in Phase 3 of Marvel before the Infinity War series, was sort of strange to people. And so when I heard of Chadwick's death on Friday, my mind went, huh, I wonder if Marvel knew. Maybe the higher-ups did, because Ryan Coogler, in his release yesterday, said that he has been writing a script for Black Panther 2 for the last year, or imagining the lines being read by Chadwick in his role. And so his death was a shock to him. Hmm. So I, I have to wonder that maybe Marvel didn't know, or maybe there's some sort of um, something strange going on. They might not have known the extent of it. Right. So if they didn't know the extent, though, that that's correct. Because if they knew a little bit, but not the fullness, maybe they preemptively, maybe they filmed a transitional or a death scene or something of some sort. The other thing is that they could easily pass it off to different characters, re- resurrecting Michael B. Jordan's character, the Killmonger. Give him the mantle? And give him the mantle and have him have like a change of heart. Or they could pass it to his sister, Shuri. Or they could, in the Doctor Strange movie that's coming out before Black Panther 2, they could easily bring in a multiverse to this reality Um, of the Black Panther and give it to Shuri or something. True. And just kind of justify it that, for whatever reason, this Black Panther doesn't exist anymore, which would be really sad. But Or they could just recast, which they've done, I think, once, one other time, with uh, War Machine, going from Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle. Either way... It's a tragic loss because he was amazing in this role. And at least we got to see him portray it four different times. That's what I know about the future of Black Panther and what might happen. I'd almost put money on it's it's either going to be one of those three things. Or they could pass it to Winston Duke, played yeah. M'Baku. I think they could also give it to him, which would be kind of cool. Because he's actually, I think he's an up-and-coming person. And as an actor, as, a, as an individual, I think he has the same sort of charisma as Chadwick, as, as being that strong but gracious individual. Yeah. This has been another episode, a very somber and unfortunate episode that we had to record this. Well, we wanted to. We did. To. It's just unfortunate that we had to. Hart goes out to his wife. I think they were just recently married. Oh, man. In the last few years or so, yeah. Should we end it with one of the Kendrick songs? Or maybe even a, like a quote or a soundbite from... A chant of the the Wakanda forever or something? Yeah. You bumbe. You could even rip a line or a few from his Howard speech. Mm. That's true. The way he ends that was really good. Yeah, let's do that. Here it is. Here's a, a little clip from the... Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman in his commencement speech in 2017. Chadwick forever. Finally, I thought of Ali in the middle of the yard. In his elder years, drawing from his victories and his losses. At that moment, I realized something new about the greatness of Ali and how he carried his crown. I realized that he was transferring something to me on that day. He was transferring the spirit of the fighter to me. Sometimes you need to feel the pain and sting of defeat to activate the real passion and purpose that God predestined inside of you. 
God says in Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Graduating class, hear me well on this day. When you this day when you have reached the hilltop and you are deciding on, on next jobs, next steps, careers, further education, you would rather find purpose than a job or a career. Purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. When I dare to challenge the system that would relegate us to victims and stereotypes with no clear historical backgrounds, no hopes or talents, when I questioned that method of portrayal, a different path opened up for me. The path to my destiny. When God has something for you, it doesn't matter who stands against it. God will move someone that's holding you back away from a door and put someone there who will open it for you. If it's meant for you, I don't know what your future is, but if you're willing to take the harder way, the more complicated one, the one with more failures at first than successes, the one that has ultimately proven to have more meaning, more victory, more glory, then you will not regret it. Now, this is your time. <laughs> the light of new realization shines on you today. Howard's legacy is not wrapped up in the money that you will make, but the challenges that you choose to confront. As you commence to your past, press on with pride and press on with purpose. God bless you. I love you, Howard. Howard forever.